Welcome, this is the CEO Smoking King right here, and I want to tell you right now, thank you for tuning in to the Tea Corner. We about to get this sucker hot and popping right now, so you know what, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, let's go, because I ain't trying to waste time no more. Welcome to the Tea Corner. I'm your host, and you about to have a good time, because in the Tea Corner, the positivity is always up, and the negativity is always down. Because the stress will be less and you know what? We're going to bring out your spirit right now. So welcome to the Tea Corner right here, right now. Now it's time for another interview with CEO Spoken King. And my special guest today is Hemish Goyle. Here we go in five, four, three, two, one. And now let's go. Hey. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So how you say your first name? Um, Himanish. Huh? Himanish? Yeah, uh, Himanish, yep. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm, you know, when it comes to saying different names, you know, I like to, like, you know, get clarification because on, on some of my other podcasts, I just totally butchered it. <laughs> no, that, that, I get that. That, it, that happens, so. Yeah. But yes, indeed. Well, welcome to the show. So, so tell me, what 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 do you do for a living? Hello. You still there? Hello. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, you still there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, in terms of a living, I kind of, so I'm a student graduating in August this year from my undergrad degree, um, so I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've I've just gone to know a little bit more about the professional industry and, you know, finding ways to put yourself out there, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's kind of my main gist. Okay, okay, Hey man, this this like one of the best ways to do it, you know, you know, <laughs> get on people's podcasts and you know, put your name out there. So you know, I'm gonna be asking you a few questions, you know, and this is gonna be a time for you to promote yourself. Okay, yeah, sure thing. All right. So, so what are you going to school for again? Uh, v- so yeah, I'm going to. So I'm graduating this August from VCU in Information Systems. Oh, 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 awesome. Awesome, man. Yes, and and congratulations, man. Hey, I understand the power of, you know, going to school and, you know, (laughs) finally, you know, graduating and stuff. So congrats to you and stuff like that. And you are in an excellent field, like I I have to admit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, indeed. Man, I hope 
you rock the house with that. <laughs> so yeah. So what what else are you capable of doing and stuff like that? So the people would know, you know. Yeah. So in terms of other things, you know, one was a degree. I did this. Um, I even am while I'm graduating from information systems, I'm also getting my certificate in human centered design. Um, so and you know, since the job market hasn't been so great, I've kind of uh, I, I've already uh, got accepted into the graduate program at um, at VC. I got accepted to the graduate program at VCU in product innovation. So that's one um, that's one thing additional on the on the plate. So the, just so I can leverage my abilities in the design curriculum, and I'm looking because. It's if you if we had done this podcast like four weeks ago, my goals would have been totally different. But it's just that mm-hmm. now, like just yesterday, I found out what I wanted to do. Like I found I I had all of these aspirations, but you know how there's that final goal where you need to where mm-hmm. it's it's like you need to have the base, and then you can put the things around it to make it look pretty. Like those small little things, or like the big icing, like the then then just you know this is the profession pretty much and sometimes the the base gets added to like the next profession so you know sometimes you have smaller uh pieces of of those professions so i like to look at everyone's career as like a piece of cake um so not in terms of you know it's like a piece of cake to get it done but like every layer added means there's additional experience from coming from a totally different background but well, you know they might have been an entrepreneur, and they've been in the work workforce, and then you know decided to be in the education for a little bit. Um, so I found that main base that I want to go into, and it's gonna take two layers to get there. But that's what I'm that's what I'm looking towards. So that was that was a little bit unclear. So that but that's got more clear. I mean. Um, I mean, you could kind of say my kicks, it's kind of a three-layer base because one's the education, doing everything uh, outside of that to put my name outside in that, uh, uh, put my, to put myself out, to, to put myself out there. And, um, you know, even when I was in high school, I came up with three degrees. One was a high school one, and I was part of the Monroe Technology Academy Center. And so I got a, a certification in the computer computer integrated engineering design and biotechnology. So I've had quite a education um, success and there's a, you know, that and the path that I'm trying to go on to, there's so much more that I have to do. Like this, I, this, I'm just doing the graduate program. Like I'm, I, the main goal that I'm trying to be is kind of like the professor, like a, with a PhD and all of that. Man, salute to you on that, man, for real. Because <laughs> not too many people, when they in college, actually grasp what they really want to do. And for you to actually have that moment where it's like, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. Because when I was in college, I, I had the same the same thing. I, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. Yep. And then towards the end of my college uh, career, I would say pretty much 
three months into it before I got my degree. Actually, actually it was almost like uh, five months before I got my degree. I actually knew exactly what I wanted to do. And I, you know, and I became it, you know, it took some time, you know, after I got my degree, but I did become it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I watched it manifest into many other things, like into a podcast, into a live stream and then stuff like that. Right. But yes, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> you have so- that moment of clarity. Yeah. Yeah, and and the and the thing is, a lot of the students. One thing that I have liked about the journey and what my parents have helped me get through is letting you, you know, just doing the unexpected, letting the oh, yeah. expected, let, letting the expected being the unexpected. That is something I've seen work a lot with me. You know when. When the parents want their kid to be something like the pre-med or the engineer, the kind of the classic uh, category categorization, unless the mm-hmm. student doesn't want to do it, it's going to get hard for them because they, I mean, they, they how, I mean, how many years are you going to get them through it? One, two, three, four. Okay. They went through pre-med, but they're going to go to graduate school now. You know, is they, are they going to mm. really apply? So that's why you see so many pre-med and engineer dropouts, but, um, I didn't know anything about the business standpoint. I had a bit of technology, but I didn't know what I was going into. But it was, but it was a risk. I think that's what kind of propelled me to learn in that information systems um, bubble. Mm. And I've kind of, you know, I've, 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 I've under, It's made me think in a different perspective. It's got me looking at things. You know, if you're, if you, if okay. If you're hardworking and you're motivated and you and you say positive things, the thing you're you can pretty much pass anything in this in this world, whether it's a certification or hard like no matter how hard the test is, if you can be on that path, no one can break the bond of that. It's extremely hard because your goal is extremely clear and you're gonna fight through it no matter how many people you have to encounter and the only the only the only benefit to that is it has a, it it um it creates a story for you to tell um so yeah oh yeah oh you you speaking facts yeah you know because <laughs> yo i had i had a good support system and they 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 was like telling me when i was in school don't do what we want you to do. You do what you need to do. And and the only thing my father wanted me to do was just uh, graduate from college because he didn't get a chance to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he wanted me to do something that I loved. So, you know, I understand, I understand where you're coming from because if you're not passionate about what you what field you in and you just doing it because of expectations and you know what what this person wants or that person wants you automatically setting yourself up to fail 
Yeah, I mean, I I I, I truly believe in that. I'm I'm like, yo, if you don't do what you love and love what you do, then you you just gonna not care about it. So yeah, yeah, you, you speak your facts. Yeah, I mean, and 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 there are some platforms that are really hard. You know, when someone says that I want to be like the next big things in terms of like, um, uh, I'm trying to think a little bit broad, like more more at a more higher scale. You know, a lot of startups and a lot of businesses, you know, there's some that just continue to do well, but they don't get big, and they're ones and ones that go from being extremely small to being the next big thing. And so, and they and some people want to be like. In more in the entertainment industry, like the next, you know, the next singer like Taylor Swift or the next um, Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever it is. I mean, yeah, that it's not that it's not possible, but um, it, it's just the fact of everything runs over money. And so you just need the basic income to get through it. That's all that's a requirement. And as long as that passion that you're doing is qualifying for that then you're good enough like yeah people there's a lot of people that have failed really bad in that field where they've not gotten um they've not gone to the to the maximum point that they were looking at and so you know there are always side options to like explore you know you can at this point with, with with the iphone you can create your own content at this point and if that's like as a side passion so sometimes what you would want as a career, you could turn it into side passions. There's n there's no limit to opportunities. I mean, it might not come now, but maybe mm -hmm. later in the years. But it's and a lot of the times things change. So you know, you wanted to do that, and then you feel like, oh well, maybe that I don't I don't think I really like that area. I want I want to do the other one instead. So yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, cause I, I'm 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 loving this topic right here. Cause too many people don't actually grasp, you know, the concept like this, right? You know, and and they say they grasp it, but they really don't. Yeah, they don't. And, and it and for some people. It takes them a minute, and for some people, it may even take them a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it might. Yeah, it might take a minute. Some it might even take a year or two, or maybe it's not just the right time. Like, it took me until how long? When did I start? It it started like in ninth grade. Um, I mean, I was not. I didn't think so much outside of that. I was picking. The thing with me is. It, it it's something that has to be in the on the back burner and slowly grow like you're not thinking about it because when you think about it you're not going to understand it in that perspective and so it would i used to pick mm -hmm. on little things and observe it in a specific manner that i used to be like okay so yeah i see this happening i see that happening and it kept building and building and building and it's just when the pandemic came there was so much to learn that it just it just blasted in terms of like how the I got like two times or three times more the information I wasn't expecting. Um, so yeah. Um, yes, indeed. Um, so yeah. yeah.
Mm. Man, man. I'm 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 gonna tell you right now, brother. I'm rooting for you because <laughs> you got you no 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 for real. I'm rooting for you because you got a wisdom that most college kids do not have. And you know, they gonna have to go through the struggle first before they actually come to where you at right now. Yeah. And, and like, it took it took a lot of downbringings to make me understand that. Like, the one thing is everyone's life is kind of like a stock market. And I think from the spirituality meditation practices that I'd been doing throughout my time in high school and after that, just trying to understand, like, how it's important to help the community and just use that to the advantage because I, I was helping the community from high school with this organization that I was a part of. Um, it, I mean, that was like to uh, local old carriage homes, just helping those, um, helping those folks in their older years and trying to make them go from the grumpy facts that, oh, we only did this, we only did this, we wish we did more, you know, at least you did that, you know, some people didn't even achieve that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have achieved more, but just being grateful for what you have and that maybe you can achieve little little by little even more. Because if you look at the little things, those little things seem like really big things. And the ones that are really big things seem like really little things. And that if you take it in that sense, then those when you get even bigger accomplishments, it's gonna two times the amount of happiness that's coming from the inside of you. Um, and I think with my, um, with the struggle that I had to go through, like even through my, my whole, um, my whole school year from having to, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if you know the topic of like free writing that used to be the hardest for me, you know, just trying to figure out what to write, but, Every year, writing is something that slowly evolves, and it evolves yourself as well. No one mm -hmm. notices that, but it really does evolve the way you look at things. And I think everything that was playing in the background kind of helped me to be the person that I am today. You know, people end up only staying a certain type of uh, individual. But I think with me, the amount of fire in terms of, like, asp aspirations and whatnot that I that's within me, I think that's kind of what's um, boosted to get the best out of what I can. So, and and, and that and that's what kind of led me to my choice to being a professor. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, man. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when you started talking about writing, I, I was about to, I'm about to say, yo, you talking to the right person about that because, <laughs> you know, I went from journal entries to writing poetry and stuff. And what you said is actually true because the more you write, the more you evolve with your writing. And it actually shows in your writing and stuff because... If you look, if you actually, I, I say this to guests when they talk about creative writing with me, like if you go back to when I first wrote my first journal entry or my first poem, 
you would be shocked and amazed that that style of writing became the kind of person that I am today, be able to speak spoken, like to be able to perform spoken word and, you know, perform poetry in front of everybody that's, that's profound and epic. But it was in the beginning, you know, it was in stages and stuff. And when you when you actually read my journal entries and my my poetry from back in the day, you could actually see the you, you could actually see me elevating and changing. So what you said about writing actually hit me in my core because I was like, yo, you you telling the truth because I went <laughs> through that. <laughs> and yeah. Yep. And, you know, creative writing for me, because, you know, that was my way of, you know, um, of a form of therapy for me. Uh, it was a way for me just to let my mind go, let my spirit go, let my, let everything that was inside of me out. So, yes, yes. What you were speaking on, that's facts. That's big facts right there. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is definitely the the eternal key of what we all I guess you could say look for. Um because and mm-hmm. when you mentioned poetry, you actually gave me a good thing to um a good thing to actually talk about. I they I'd actually been trying to figure out because I've been looking at ways to develop um, develop my my own writing experience um, by putting my mm-hmm. word out there. And so I had been thinking for so long, like what what should I do? Like what should I write on for like inspire? And um, just what you mentioned facts on I um, about like the poetry that definitely opened the eye right at this point. So I was like, oh, maybe well, so. Well, now it's like maybe I should try to at least write a couple of stanzas and see how that goes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, let me give you the first rule of advice. You never write for your audience. You write right, right. for, you know, you write for like if you perform it in front of yourself. Because if you write for an audience, you know, an audience may want this and that and that and this and this and that and that and this. But if you write for yourself and you write it to yourself, like, like this is how I write. I'm, I write like if I'm seeing myself right now and I'm just laying everything out on a piece of paper. and you know, hope hopefully it come out good. Hopefully it come out, you know, great and wonderful. But when other people read it, they be like, "Yo, this is beautiful. How, how did you write this?" Because you know that that's my style of writing. I I I don't typically try to write for others. I write to like to release me you know what i'm saying and when you do it that way then others was the ones that need to hear it will hear it and that's how you grow your audience in poetry (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, that is that is that is spot on what you just said. Everything from like um uh everything from like just grow, making yourself grow and have the audience look at that. Okay, this is the message he's trying to present to us and show that this is who I am. Kind of showing the side of what what creates you um not yeah. someone else you know that that's what that's what that's what everyone wants to know the story of yeah you, you. yeah because that's how that's how edgar Allan poe became edgar Allan poe that's how my angelou became my angelou langston hughes became langston hughes they did not write for the pleasures of others they wrote for they wrote as if they was seeing themselves or just to release themselves you know what i'm saying so that's that's what poetry can do and you know you're gonna have your naysayers you're gonna have those that's gonna just for no apparent reason they just want to criticize the world Nope. <laughs> but, I know what you're talking yeah. about. The the ones that you know, just think in like I mean, I don't blame them. They think in a certain view. You know, I I tend to respect everyone's view because you know there might be something mm -hmm. that's more appealing to them. Like I've noticed the ones who don't understand that perspective, they're the ones who want to have that relationship with friends, going out, kind of having a good time and creating those moments. And so they're not so focused on um, building that word or building that audience. So, you know, it just depends on what everyone wants. And I think whatever feels comfortable yeah. to you, just, you know, just do that because you don't want to do something that's being forced on you in, at any point because that's not going to reveal the true identification of yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. That and that's the main point right there. So when you when you stand in front of your pen and your paper, man, mm -hmm. just write for you. There is no audience. It's just yeah. you and this pen and paper, and just write it out. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this little thing I told one person. And I told him this, I said, look, writing poetry is like a little bit of Dr. Seuss with <laughs> a little bit of you. <laughs> That's a good acronym. A little bit of Dr. Seuss and a little bit of you. I've never heard that. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, poetry is supposed to rhyme all the time. Not exactly. But when you put yourself in the mix, it would come naturally. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what you want. You want that natural flow. You don't want to be like, roses is red, violets is blue, I see this. No. Yeah, no, no. That, that could work. But, but no, yeah. I'm talking about like, like the true essence of poetry and stuff. Like, like the William Shakespeare's and stuff like that, they wrote for themselves and 
they didn't actually care what the world thought. They just wrote what they saw the world as, if that makes sense. Yeah, like basically they, they were just writing based on the things they had seen. And from people that they got input from, you know, it comes back to those relationships, like we said. You know, the ones that have... I think be an inventor or to be someone at the stage of like a Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or even like a Denzel Washington or Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. you have to have the sides of both professional and personal and be at the ease of both. And you have to live with the feeling of being on a certain schedule, but also being in the mindset that this is what I am, this is what I do, you know, I have to give both time to both sides so I can, so that in that personal life, I can reflect to put that in the professional side. Because this is how I like, I like to look at it. Whatever is happening in your personal, on your personal life to like achieving those goals, whether it's to like pay your um, your mortgage, your rent, your house, you know, taxes, you know, because you see people coming here uh, internationally to pay their rent off. And so, it, it, you know, for them, they have different goals that they want to uh, conquer versus the ones who have been brought up in the U.S. And so just the people internationally look up to the people in the U.S. because of what they strive for. And so you, you have you have to be in, you have to be on that continuous loop that I'm trying to reach the mountain, but I want to reach the mountain in a way that when I have. When I am at the age of 60 or 70 and I reach the peak, I have a story to tell that keeps the audience engaged, that it's not like a one-minute story that I've just earned everything. It's like, yeah, one year I got this, one one. It's like, Mm -hmm. how did you get through it? Was there any process of, you know, learning? Or, like, was it just, you know, your, your dad was rich enough to pay for everything that you've got? So it's like earning something by yourself and that can be as small as creating a peanut butter, you know, creating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at the age of five, you know, um, Mm -hmm. every little thing goes towards a big step. And I think that one thing that I've noticed is when we're all kids, right? Well, actually when, when we're born, we're, we don't talk for a certain amount of time because we're trying to remember our past life. And when we do start talking, we have no sense of the future, no sense of the past, because we are in the present. We don't care what's happening. We don't know, want to know what's happening because we're living our fullest moment at the age of one. And it's not until mm-hmm. the stress and everything in terms of having to be in that moment and like adapt to what society's mm-hmm. been doing that you start to worry about oh my god you know like i mean because i mean you have you do have to be concerned as to what am i going to do now you know that i i don't want to be in i don't want to i don't want to end up like that you know i i, I do want to have something but you know then you you're constantly thinking about it even though it's you might not call it, it's 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 a seed that's been implanted and it's not something that you're taking at ease it's like it's con- it's like literally in the roots that just grow and grow and you know people tell you when you get older don't stress about but the roots have already been 
grow has grown so much that it only tends to sh um, um, it only tends to condense when when once you get older because as once you're in your mid fifties mm -hmm. you start to understand that okay we shouldn't have done this um, you know we shouldn't have done that but you know I I got a good sense of this what, what this industry does or or how do you approach this and I mean. Because you you only got to focus on the things that matter to you at that point. So, um, yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. And and you know, this right here that we doing right now, in on in like on, in the neighborhood, they call this the wisdom talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because not too many people know how to you know, talk with wisdom and knowledge and actually have a good conversation about life because, you know, they, they most people, they don't know what they want to be in life. They don't know what they want to, you know, pursue in life. They just doing the quintessential, you know, throw a dart on the board, you know, trying to figure out what they want to be. But when you already know what you want to be, what you want to achieve, what you want to do and set your mind on them goals and you go and do them the best you can. And the universe, you know, you know, says, you know what, you know what, we going to, you know, praise you for what you're doing because we see seeing you trying to climb. That That right there to me is the most profound things that can happen in life right there. Because yeah. not too many people could actually have these talks and stuff like that. They could try to have these talks, but it's going to sound kind of weird because <laughs> you'd be like, huh, what? Uh, okay, that don't make sense. But okay, I, I roll with you now. I roll with you. Okay, now y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I, I get what you mean. But 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 what you talking on is like on some true wisdom stuff, and you know I want to say once again I wish you all the best. I want you to rock it out, man, because you got a head on your shoulders, and you're gonna be doing <laughs> beautiful, great things. Um, is there anything that people could link up with you on and, you know, you know, follow your process and stuff? Yeah. So they can, um, uh, they can follow me on LinkedIn. So by searching my name, uh, the profile pictures with me in like a, a blue suit. So you can follow me to that medium. And I also have a photography page, which um you can look at the work that i've been doing when i first started college it's called 3g photos and videos it's on instagram and facebook um but i just i just today i created a red account and so you can even follow me on there so i'm trying to play around with how that works um okay can... so so what's the name of that account so the people would know um hold on let me pull that up i just i don't reddit does it does Reddit does it a bit differently, so I'm looking at what would you call that. So yeah, my account is, you can just search it by like my last name, G-O-E-L-N-H. So pretty much 
it says my name. So you can put my name, G-O-E-L-H, pretty much. Okay. All right. Shoot, man. Shoot. And is there anything else you, you, you want to promote out there that, you, that you're that doing? Um. Well, there's still, I mean, I'm... There's a lot left that I have yet to, <laughs> a lot left that I've yet to achieve. So I mean, I am looking for ways to um, put myself out there, um, but also keeping in mind of, you know, being cognizant about the fact of finishing uh, the thing that that's in August and moving forward to the next big thing. So, yeah, and and I think just for like any, just for the audience to think about, wherever you are, whether you're a seven year old listening to me or a one-year-old surprisingly wanting to listen to what I'm talking about, or even in high school, whatever stage of life you're in. Mm-hmm. I live I live off three factors. That is, expect the unexpected. You know, you don't, what you think might be good for you might not always be the best decision. You know, three, like a good example is Apple fired their mm-hmm. own CEO out of their own company, and he created Pixar, and they, fi- and they hired him back, and he created... And now Apple is like one of the leading companies in terms of innovation, technology, everything. And, you know, oh, yeah. and like, and, and the same goes to like, a, um, I don't know if anyone's listened to the uh, uh, uni- University of Pennsylvania, not Penn State, University of Pennsylvania's commencement speech by Denzel Washington, but he mentions fall forward, you know, if you don't fall forward, you won't know what you're going to be hitting. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's so many other examples, but those two are the ones that stand up to me. I mean, it, I mean, especially Denzel Washington, because he's kind of my, um, he's kind of what I, who I look up to and just from who he is and the personality he perceives. And I think the other two things I would have to say is, be, be yourself. And what you want, just don't think of it like, don't be negating. Be the positive outlook that you're looking at. So, like, in terms of we'll try to say something else but not be a true, like, not uh, not identify manner. And so a lot of the times we'll, we'll say something like, yeah, you know, I wish we did that, but try to put those I wish I don't you know I, I I'm not sure into like I will because anything you say it goes back to the universe that yeah I can do this I I I can accomplish it I mean it, it's really hard to do that but every time you're saying that it's going back to the universe like our voice mm-hmm. and our like five senses are so powerful that when the universe decides that we're ready it's going to give it back times three and no one can stop it. No matter if you're a human, an insect, a dog, whatever you are, it's because the universe is agreeing with the facts that you have. And I think the third thing is enjoy the stage you're at, whether you're 60, you know, you should, you should always have something to look forward to. Because people who aspire or have things that they want to do, those are the ones who always have things to talk about. You know, having the relationship, having those friends, they're all so important. But, like, you see 
people at the age of 55, 50 and 60 thinking about retirement. And that's great. You know, I can totally get that. But then when you're in the retirement years, you know, there's some candidates, candidates that look at it as, yeah, just another day at work, you know, and it's like they know the whole process because that's what they've been doing on a, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, it might have been exciting from when they were the age of 20 to 40, but things, you know, family, everything that came in between kind of took all the energy away from them and kind of made them that, you know, yeah, people don't really care. You know, I have my, my great, my grades are showing off and all that. But to be honest with you, there are also those other older individuals who like literally take everything in a positive fact and they literally are motivating young crowds and older individuals. And you're like, where is everyone, where are they getting this energy? And so, just because you have you, your grades are showing out or you have or you or you're just starting a career doesn't mean that you're undervalued i mean i would actually say that the ones with the grades that shows you have experience with what you're doing and people will tend mm-hmm. tend to want to come to you more and you should take it as a positive manner because if you're someone who'd been looking at that at the age of 20 i mean buddy you have that like appreciate that and i think grateful humble and being thankful are the three key things any company anything you're starting just people you're talking to the next big thing you're trying to take is really key in this world to progress forward you've never seen folks the folks who aren't it ends up hurting them eventually in the long term maybe not now maybe not 10 years 20 years but it eventually does come back but the ones who constantly be at their good toes there are going to be downs you know i I tend to say everything's like a stock market but there your ups are inevitable because you're you're fighting through that and you're not changing yourself because of you know some person who doesn't who doesn't have the aspiration to believe so and i think i might have said a little too much but yeah Oh no 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 man! I, hey, I was I was digging everything you were saying because <laughs> I'm like, yo, people don't actually understand that you know in the universe it's very simple. Like, it, it people make it complicated, but it's actually very simple on how the universe do. And uh, like like I heard this before, but I actually witnessed this though too. The universe is just like working out. Those that, you know, when you first work out, it's it's a new thing. It's hard. It's a strange world. You know, you're out of breath. Then you got to come back again the next day. You know, you're out of breath, but you made it a little further than you did yesterday. Yep. So you That's go to true. sleep. You wake up the next day. Now all of a sudden you go a little further than you did like um on on the on yesterday and the day before that. And it's a constant, you know, you know, um gradual not a constant climb up, you know, and some people, you know, they get weary and you gotta fall back, you know, you gotta rest. And that's where that stock market thing. I when the first time you said that, 
I said, oh, man, that's a genius answer right there because life is like a stock market. One minute you got your ups, next minute you got your downs, next minute you got your ups. <laughs> it is very volatile, you know what I'm saying? But for those that comprehend how to, you know, push positive energy out into the world, they have a more non-volatile, you know, type of stock market life. You know, they know that they're going to have their bad days, but their good days is going to outweigh their bad days. That's true. Because of the energy because of the energy that they put out in the universe so man that was that was deep what you said man i, I want to just let you know that man and you keep on bringing that energy that positive that positive <laughs> vibes out into the universe and you don't go places man thank you i mean i have I have too many aspirations. We'll see how many get how many get fulfilled by the age of sixty. <laughs> yes, indeed, man. We we all we all got our we all got a checklist. You know, all the people that are great in the world, we have a checklist either mentally or actually written down what we want to accomplish in one year time. In five years' time, in um, a year's time, you know, or, you know, 10 years, all the way up to when we 60 to retirement, we all have that checklist. Hell, I even have that checklist. And right now, you know, with me doing something that's that I never dreamt that I would have ever did, which is have a podcast. You know, that that's just another avenue that I could just put on the checklist. You know, like this, okay, check, got that, check, got that, check. And then you start seeing that, you know, you might be looking at this person over here and they doing great and wonderful and climbing up. But when you look at your checklist, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm right on track. So, yeah, yeah, man, you keep on checking on that checklist of yours, man. And I'm telling you, man, I want you back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll be sure to come back whenever you want me. Yes, indeed, man. But, yes, it's been an honor and privilege talking with you. And you have a beautiful, blessed day, brother. You too. Have a good day. All right. All right. Till next time. And yeah. you welcome back on the show. I want you to let you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hello, this is the CEO Spooky King here. And I am proud to say that I will be advertising for small businesses out there around the world and if you are interested in having your business advertised on the t corner or on 44th and flushings please by all means get in contact with me at t line beats production at gmail.com again that is t line beats production at gmail.com thank you have a beautiful blessed day
This is going out to my future podcasters or, hey, my current podcasters. Hey, if you were just looking for somebody, ooh, I know there's somebody out there that's just needing the right intro and they just not quite got it, but they just need that extra push, that extra help, well then, come on, holla at my people at T-Line Beast Productions, where they be able to assist you in what you need, I'm telling you right now, I that's who I use for my intro and stuff, and it always came out tight, I told them what I wanted, and they did what I needed, because you know what, hey, you tuning in, you're listening, so you know what, that must mean, it must be a tight intro that got you sucked in, so you know what, if you want that same experience, go holler at my people at T-Line Beats Production, look for them on Instagram or on Facebook, holler at them today. To the Poetry Corner here on the T Corner, brought to you by T Line Beats Production. Enjoy. This poem is called You Can Call Me from the Greatest Poem to Ever Be Told series. Poem 1. This is the coldest poem to ever be told, written from a mind that would never grow old, with three times the power against my foe, negativity. This is the coldest poem to ever be told. See, centuries ago, I was born unto this world. My name is somewhat present, but my words flow each and every single day. No joke, man. See, my words are so deep. I help create the rhythm of the Bible. I'm the one that made Dr. Seuss grow higher. I was and still am the rhythm of the African tribes and their descendants. Hell yeah, I know America can feel this. See, I wasn't just spoken on, but I was your rhythm. See, gospel moved me. Jazz revived me. Blues told my story. Rock and roll, well, that's my homie. See, I'm not done. See, I'm not done. This is the greatest poem to be told. So truly knew me, like a sweet relationship developing each and every single day, the soul gave birth to our child. The child's name is R&B. Soul and I loved each other so much. Soul gave birth to our second child, the child name, hip-hop. R&B and hip-hop was born all the same, but one tried to run away. 
it's cool now because my child came back to me. Hip-hop couldn't stay away. Hell, I'm in that child's DNA. I'm the pinnacle of the creation of music. But yet, people remember me lyrically. Yet, they forget I'm... But yet, they forget I am your mental, spiritual, a.k.a. I'm your reality. I am in every book man has ever made. Whether I'm rhyming or whether I'm just being said, I'm the reason why Alpha and Omega sound so great. Because even God used me to help them elevate. I'm not lying because I'm telling you the truth. My name is, you can call me, Poetry, the coldest poem to ever be told, poem one, to be continued. You know what? I always hated the whole commercial style. You know, the commercials that go like this. Hi, you want a TV? You want a TV? You want a TV? Well, come on down to Jams. Yeah. Rest assured, this is not going to be that kind of commercial. Okay, so I want to just talk to y'all on some real stuff right here. Have you heard of 44 Den Flushes? If you haven't, then you've been missing out on my radio show. Yes, yeah, I mean, we do some kooky, funny things, and we tell some funny stories, but we also, you know, play some real good music. No, you ain't gonna be hearing none of that new hip-hop on my show. No. Uh-uh. On my show, you're gonna hear jazz. You're gonna hear R&B. You're gonna hear soul music. You're gonna hear neo-soul music. We are going to the roots of of music on my show. So yes, tune in every Monday. Did I say Monday? Oh man, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to turn this little blooper into a real commercial because I said I didn't like the, the original commercial style. So yeah, we're going to roll with it. Yes, this is how we going to do it. Please y'all tune in to 44th and Flushings live every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, U.S. So, if you're across seas, I don't know what what, what, what the time zone going to be on your end, but hey, please tune in. And if you can't tune in that day, guess what? We have an archive, so you could be able to listen to our past shows and actually get to see what we did in the past and if you ever catch us live you already know what's going down so yes tune into 44th and flushings live on the fish bowl radio network and that's fbrn 
www.ghostbusters.us. And if you can't get a hold, if you can't see the show that way, then guess what? You can also tune in to the show on my page on Facebook, CEO Spoken King. Again, that is CEO Spoken King. And I have video of what we be doing in the in the studio. So yeah, tune in, have a good time. I, I just spent this time right here just to go ahead and promote this because we because me and my co-host we doing some great things in life. And we do try to do some positive things in life. So please come in and support us. Hey, and we're looking for advertisers. If y'all, if y'all wanna app be advertised on the show, it don't come on. It don't matter. <laughs> Please just hit me up and we'll go from there. So once again, thank you. God bless you. And peace and blessings to you all. This is your CEO Spoken King signing out. <laughs> Till next time, y'all. Hello, this is T.D. Joseph here, host of The Tea Corner. And if you are liking what you are hearing, please go to anchor.fm to donate to The Tea Corner. All proceeds will go to the show and help build it to be a better fundamental show for the listening audience. Once again, please go to anchor.fm and support this show. Thank you. God bless. Peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Tea Corner, presented by T-Line Beats Production. If you have liked what you have heard, please like, subscribe, and share it with everyone that you know. And they can share it with some more people that they know, and we get this river flowing and going. And if you would like to hear more of these podcasts, then you can listen to them on Anchor, Spotify, and many more podcast providers. And I'd like to end it off like this, y'all. Peace, love, and blessings. Until next time.